Welcome to Position to Win with Dr. Philip G. Godot of Calvary Christian Center in Sacramento, California. We're excited that you've joined in for today's episode. Now sit back, relax, and get ready to win. So Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your anointing. We thank blessing upon all those that are viewing this, watching this. We thank you for the anointing of the unusual. The anointing of the unusual. Manifesting on the behalf of every one of these men and women. Cause them to hear things they have never heard before. Cause their faith to grow. Cause them to see what they haven't seen before. Cause them to understand what they have not understood before. Yeah, thank you, Lord, for the spirit of uh, enlightenment being upon this service. Enlighten them, giving them understanding and revelation concerning this word. And then we declare that you watch over your word to perform it. And we thank you for confirming your word with miracles, signs, and wonders. You be lifted up. You be exalted. You be glorified this day. Thank you for it now, Father. Thank you for your healing power to heal and to deliver all those that are oppressed, that are bound in Jesus' name. Thank you that every oppressive and every evil work of the enemy, we command it to cease its work and operation over their lives now by the authority of the name of Jesus and by the blood of the Lamb. We speak the peace of God, the shalom of God to be upon you now in Jesus' name to be healed of all those painful things by the authority of the name of Jesus. I call you to move your life forward. I call you out of stagnation. I call you out of complacency. I call you to move your life forward. Every blocking spirit, every hindering spirit, we command you now to go. Now thank you, Holy Spirit, for rising up big within them. Holy Spirit rising up in a very unique and powerful way in their lives that they will not be held back anymore in the name of Jesus. Thank you for it now. Thank you for it now. Thank you for it now. 
thank you for it now. Yeah. Thank you for it now, Father. Glory to God. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. We declare that freedom in your life. That breakthrough anointing on your behalf in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, you guys. Hit it one more time. Come on, come on. you better know I, I, I like that that he is for us you know he's for you if you got your Bibles would you turn me in John the 14th chapter and uh, so you can tell that we're outside and we have somewhat social distancing going on and uh, I, I got a word that I wanted to share with you today that I feel that is something that's very important that I think is going to help you as you receive it. Now, the prayer that we prayed and what we uh, are going to minister on. So, uh, again, Father, we thank you again for the revelation of your word and the understanding of your word coming forth in a greater way, that you would be magnified, that your kingdom would be exalted in Jesus' name. Amen. So, uh, we're living in a time right now where that, um, that's unparalleled. We're living in a time where we're dealing with a world pandemic and we're dealing with all type of different things that are happening in the world. And in fact, there's so much news going on and so many negative things and fearful things that are going on. The news media can't even keep up with all the stuff that is going on. But for the believer and for the child of God, who learned how to walk by faith and not by sight is the one that needs to learn how to now take this word and apply it in your life and allowing God to manifest himself on your behalf. So in John, <clears throat> in John, um, the 14th chapter, 
And he says, uh, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God. Jesus says, believe also in me. If you believe in God, believe also in me. If you believe in God, Jesus says, believe in me. Well, the problem was is that they believed in God, but now God sent Jesus to come here to be able to be a burden-moving, yoke-destroying power of God to be able to set them free. So he said, if you believe in God, then believe in me. Because it is in him that we live and move and have our being. It is, he is our absolute deliverer. So uh, I wanted to read this because today when we're dealing with all of the different things that are going on, when we talk about the coronavirus, but we're not talking about all the family breakups, the family problems that are going on behind it. We're not dealing with all the suicide rates going up. We're not dealing with the area of the opioid epidemic and the drug issues. We're not dealing with the area of all of the things that are going on outside and that are happening with the unemployment. And I got a word that I believe that is so important for us and it's basically, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Jesus said, if you believe in God, believe also in me. Wow, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. So when we talk about all the stats and the issues, issues, and I got a lot of them concerning all the things that are going on today, but I want to read this out the Amplified Bible in uh, uh, John 14 and 1. It says, do not. So it says, do not let your heart be troubled. Do you hear me right now? Don't let your heart be troubled. In other words, you have an opportunity to say what happens in your life and what does not happen in your life. Do not let your heart be troubled. Now, what part of that you don't understand? Do you understand that? Do not. In other words, he wouldn't have said do not if you could not. I thought y'all was going to at least get excited about that. Huh? If you, he said do not, so he meant that you, if you could not, it, so, so you can. Not let your heart be troubled. I, when I'm dealing with now, with all the transitions and changes, and I, and I deal with people from all over, all kinds of situations, you know what, I have to take this word and apply it uh, and make sure that I'm staying within the boundary of this word because it is God watches over his word to perform it. So what the enemy is trying to do is extract you away from the word disconnect you from the word and make you get caught up in yourself. Do you understand that? So he says, let not your heart be troubled, uh, afraid, or cowardly. Believe confidently in God. Believe confidently in him. And then he says, and amplifies it, and trust him, and have faith, and watch what it says here, and hold on to it. Somebody could have said something. And hold on to it and rely on it and keep going and believing also in me. So he says, I mean, I could just step out right here on the Amplified. I'm going to read it one more time. But look what it says here. Do not let your heart be troubled. Don't, be, don't turn a cowardly or be afraid. Believe confidently in God and trust in him and have faith. 
in him, holding on to it. In other words, it could come and be pulled away from you. It could be pulled away from you when you give in to doubt and unbelief, worry and fear and anxiety. You're allowing the trouble to speak louder than the power of God that's available for you. He says, have faith, hold on to it, rely on it. And then he says, and keep going on. <clears throat> In other words, don't allow the enemy to cause you to get stagnated with the fear or the worry or the anxiety about what is going on around you. You can't do that. You can't do that as a believer. Our confidence, our faith is in him. In him we live and move and have our being. Okay, all right, since y'all ain't talking, I'm gonna say this. The Amplified PC says, do not let your heart be troubled. Watch what it says here. Or distressed. Don't let yourself get distressed or agitated. Or agitated. You believe in and adhere to and trust in and rely on God. Because believe in him and adhere to and trust in and rely also on me. So when he talks about this, this is the area that a lot of people are stressing. When we talk about oppression and depression, and we're talking about all these different spirits that are, are being released upon families, released upon business people, released upon relationships. All these spirits, it's not just the worry or the fear or the doubt. It's the fear that and all the spirits that come and be attracted to it. Fear and worry and anxiety is a magnet for every damnable and evil spirit out there. Hear me now. And you cannot allow yourself to say things <coughs> contrary to what the word is saying. So I'm not going to allow people call me up. What do you think about this? What's, how you doing? What's going on here? What do you think I'm going to say? I'm going to say what the word says. Because it is, God confirms his word. I'm not going to be yielding to anything along that line. So you'll never know I'm going through something. Because I'm going to speak what the word said. Because God did never say we would not go through something. He just said he's going to be there with us. And God is bigger than any situation that you can deal with. Thank you again. All right. So being outside now has rose my temperature of my iPad up. And now I've lost my whole thing here. Because the temperature of the iPad has gotten up. So I'm going to go over here in the shade. So follow me over here so I can get the temperature back down. So. When we talk about when we talk about the whole aspect of our whole area of believing and standing on the word of God, you know, there was a guy named his name was worry and worry. Worry always did what worry. Everybody knew worry, worry. And one day they worry was walking down the streets. They saw worry walking down the street. And one guy said, oh, oh there's worry over there. See, I'm going to go over there and give him something else to worry about. So worry, 
He walked over and told Worry some things. He said, Worry, I'm going to pay you uh, uh, $50 an hour to worry for me. And Worry said, okay. He told him some things to worry about. About two weeks later, he sees Worry again. And he said, is that Worry? He said, he don't look like Worry. Then Worry, he walked over and said, is that you, Worry? He said, yeah. He said, well, how come you ain't worrying? He said, well, I'm paying another guy $550 an hour to worry, to worry for me. He said, well, you don't have no $550 to be able to pay somebody else an hour to worry for you. He said, well, that's his worry. Amen. Don't, don't, don't worry about it if you didn't get it. Okay? Don't worry about it if you didn't get it. So we got to understand that the power uh, of how the enemy uses this spirit of worry and to be able to hold you in hostage and to keep you from being able to experience God's greater blessing is a huge thing. It's a huge thing. So look with me. Let me, let me just jump and go with me to the book of Philippians. To the book of Philippians and um, the fourth chapter. And look what it says here in Philippians 4 and verse 6. Philippians 4 and 6. And it says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplications with thanksgiving, uh, let your requests uh, be made known to God. Be careful. That word being careful means do not be anxious. Uh, don't get distracted. It also means do not worry. So when we talked about it here in the area of John the 14th chapter and dealing with it, he says, so here it says here, be careful. Or that word worry also, because it carries a lot to it, it means also to exercise <coughs> caution. To exercise caution. In other words, you got to exercise caution uh, that you don't let in everything by prayer and supplication that you don't allow yourself get into any type of tormenting, fearful, anxiety type thing that would then also uh, steal your peace. Because look at verse 7, and he says, uh, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. And I'm agreeing with you right now that whatever worry, anxieties, whatever tormenting spirit that has been worn against you, I'm agreeing with you right now that it has not only to go, but now I'm releasing the peace of God upon your life. Come on, receive that right now. The shalom of God peace, nothing missing, nothing broken, wholeness in your life. Watch this here. Nothing needed or nothing wanted in your life. You got to receive that peace right now. Don't allow the news and your family or your friends or your co-workers to get you stressed out, get you out of faith because you listen to that more than you listen to the word of God. You got to make up your mind that you're going to turn your heart and allow yourself to stay focused on the things that God has for you. So look what it says here. And um, I'm outside. I don't know if y'all know I'm outside and got a little wind. So look what it says here. 
So, and the peace of God, which is, passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and your mind. And that's what I'm agreeing with you, that you're going to keep your heart and mind. I know some of you are unemployed. Some of you might be dealing with some type of symptoms. You might be dealing with some stressful situation. But don't let the stressful, the sickness, or that tormenting thing to control you right now. Allow the word of God to have its place its place in your life. Jesus, you believe in God? Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in me. But if you believe in God, believe also in me. So look what it says in verse 8. It says, finally, brethren, to all you men and women who believe in him, he says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things that are true, whatsoever things are honest, and whatsoever things that are just, and pure, whatsoever things that are lovely, and whatsoever things that are of good report, Good report, not a negative report. Good report. Look what it says here. Uh, and if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. So we got to come to this place that we absolutely believe and trust in Him. So jump with me real quickly to the book of John, the sixth chapter. John six chapter. John six. Let me show you something else real quickly here. <laughs> I'm laughing at the devil in the name of Jesus. No, we're going to get some victories out in your house. So on your job, in your careers, in your life, you're not going to allow the enemy to steal nothing. Look what it says here in John 6, 28. Then said they unto him, what shall we do? That's what people are saying today. What shall we do? What, 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 what's going on? What shall we do? And he says that we might work the word of God. That we might work the work of God. What shall we do? And then he said, uh, and Jesus in verse 29, this is John 6, 28. In verse 29 he says, then he answered them. And he said uh, unto them, this is the work of God. What is the work of God? He's getting ready to answer this question that you can work the work of God, that you can be able to move into the things of God in a greater way. Look what it says in verse 29. Then answered and said unto them, this is the work of God, that you believe on him of whom has sent me. Wow. Everything changes of how, according to how you believe, what you do. Everything changes when you do not allow yourself to get into a panic mode, a doubting and unbelieving. What is worry? Worry is fear-based. What is worry? Wor worry is opens the door to every other evil spirit in your life. Fear, fear contaminates your faith. So you can't separate fear and worry because they go together. So it contaminates your faith, so your faith is not working because you're speaking more about that than about this. You need to quit talking about that and start talking about this because your deliverance is in the Word of God. It is not in what everybody else is saying or what everything else is going on around you. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. So I'm going to jump real quickly to Matthew, the sixth chapter, and Matthew, the sixth chapter, 
Look with me in Matthew 6. And uh, Jesus starts dealing with this thing and starts talking about it in a, a way here. Matthew 6. And uh, mm, mm, mm. so uh, verse 25, Matthew 6, 25. Y'all with me? Matthew 6, 25. And look what he says here in Matthew 6, 25. And he says, therefore, I say unto you, take, say unto you, take no thought. Do what? Take no thought. What did he say? Take no thought. <laughs> See, I took this from where it was over here. I took it. I took it. Jesus says, don't take it. Leave it there. Don't let it. Don't let. Don't let something. It, don't. Don't take the thought. The thought is here. Whatever that is, the, the enemy trying to hold you down. Don't. Don't let the enemy steal it from you. So, to have a sound mind or your soul is the foundation. It's the seat of what everything that God wants to do in your life. The Living Bible. Going back now to, uh, to some of the points here. If you go with me, he says, take no thought. Then he goes in verse 27. He says, which of you by taking a thought? Taking it. Okay, so you took the worry. All right, so you think now the coronavirus is going to jump on you like ugly on an ape or something. Huh? So now you took it. Now don't, don't, don't. Now you're going to get what you're believing for because Job said the thing that I greatly feared in Job 3 and 24. Five said, the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. So worry is like a rocking chair. You're just rocking back and forth, and you're just going through it. You got to take it. You got to understand what you have. You got to understand that you're not going anywhere when you're worrying. You're not going anywhere. You're staying where you are. You understand that? So you got to fight the area of worry. Worrying is a negative meditation on the wrong thing. You're meditating on the wrong thing. So Jesus says, take no thought for tomorrow. Take no thought. Do what he says for tomorrow in verse Matthew 6.33. He says, take no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow should take thought for things of its own self. So why are you worrying about this or that? I'm not telling you not to be not to be concerned about different things, but you got to deal with something. So let me just sort of go with me, and I'm going to use this as my last scripture. But I'm believing God for some healings, some deliverances, some breakthroughs, some manifestations on your behalf. But it will not happen because fear or worry or anxiety is pushing it away from you. And now you're not going to receive what he has for you because it is going in the wrong direction. So 2 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. And I'm going to think I'm going to wrap it up right here. Ah, maybe I might go someplace else real quickly. 2 Corinthians 10. And look what it says here in the 10th chapter. Uh, verse 3 it says, though we walk in the flesh... 
in the flesh do not war after the flesh. He says, for the weapons of our warfare, warf welfare, or warfare <laughs> are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down. The pulling down of the strongholds and casting down imaginations. Casting down imaginations. See, it's those imaginations that the enemy is tormenting you with. You're not, you're not sleeping like you should. Your body isn't physically being challenged in, in areas of your that should not be because of worry and fear, anguish, anxiety. And Jesus said, let not or do not let it happen to you. See, that's why you got to spend some time and get into the word of God and, and quote the word and speak it and not allow other people to pull you down. Some of you need to break off some friendships. <laughs> you might need to break off some friendships and relationships. You might need to change your environment for where you are because it is not a environment that is conducive to keep your faith alive. And I, 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 even if it's a church, and I, I don't like, I don't say that, you know, being vicious, because sometimes that's not the faith environment that you need to keep moving yourself forward. So hear me now. He says, casting down the imagination. And then he says, bringing into obedience every thought into the obedience of Christ. So you got to bring it in. I know you're struggling maybe financially. Maybe you got laid off. Maybe you're dealing with some physical issues, family issues, shelter, you know, whatever the case is. But it's not bigger than God. He said, I'm your Jehovah Shalom. I never leave you nor forsake you. He also said, I am your Jehovah Jireh. I am your bra provider. He is your broad provider to broadly bless you and help you in every area of your life. You got to let him be his, your Jehovah Jireh. Well, how do I do that, Pastor Godot? How do I do that? By faith. Keeping your faith in him. Speaking the word. Acting on the word. Huh? Worshiping. Oh, oh I got one more, one more point. I got one more point. Okay, just one more point. One more point. It just came out right here. Look at me in Hebrews. Hebrews. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, Hebrews. Hebrews. See, see, it's coming to me, so I got to. Okay, okay, here we go. Hebrews, the fourth chapter, real quickly. Hebrews. It says, let us therefore, he said, let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us uh, entering into his rest, a promise that we have of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. See, when I come into the rest of God, the blessings of God are able to manifest on my behalf. The rest of God. When I'm resting in God, <laughs> when I'm resting in him, see, that means I... I trust him, I have faith in him, I got confidence in him, but also my resting in him is my worship unto him. So I'm agreeing right now in Jesus' name. Father, I just stand in agreement 
for your supernatural, miraculous, miracle-working power on the behalf of every man and woman, every person that is watching this for your supernatural breakthrough on their behalf. Again, we command fear, worry, anxiety, concerns, cares of life, get out of here. We bring you into the obedience of Christ. He is our Jehovah Shalom. He is our peace. He is our El Shaddai. He's the God of more than enough for anything that you're dealing with. Now thank you for it now, Father. Thank you for that peace. Receive it right now. Receive that peace. Receive that blessing on your life in Jesus' name. Thank you for it. And you say, Pastor Godot, I'm, I want to get my life right with God today. I want you to. Come on. Today is the day of salvation. It was 48 years ago I gave my life to Christ. I was a student at Sacramento State College. The greatest thing that ever happened in my life was opening my heart and, saying, and inviting him to come into my life. Won't you say that with me right now? Say, Lord Jesus, I open the door to my heart and invite you into my life as my Lord and Savior. Take the throne of my life and use me as your instrument. And thank you for forgiving me for all my wrong decisions, my sins, in Jesus' name. And the Bible says, if you said that, you are now born again and you become a new creation in Christ. Welcome to the family of God. I got a book or several books I'd like to give you to you. I got a paperback, e-books. You could write us, call us, text us, email us. All that information will be on the screen there for you to be able to get those areas. We want to be put you on our prayer list. Believe in God for his miracle work and power. Please don't forget about your prayerful financial support. Your giving makes a difference to help us to do what we're doing. And But it also is the blessing that God gives back to you through your generosity, through your liberal giving, the manifold blessing back unto you. Love you. Looking forward to seeing you next time. Remember this, that the word works when you work the word. Work that word. Hear me? Work it. Work it. <laughs> In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to share this podcast with a friend. And if you're in the Sacramento area, we invite you to join us for service on Sundays at 7.30 a.m., 11.30 a.m., and 6 p.m., or on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Until next time, stay positioned to win. <laughs>